What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I am Turner, and I'm in the studio with my friend Rosie. What's up, Rosie? Hey, what's up? <laughs> we, I'm. It's good. It's good. Things are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you have those weeks. Yeah. And sometimes you have those months. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. Sometimes you have those years sometimes, and decades. <laughs> sometimes you have those decades. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining, uh, and it's all good because. Uh, the, the things that are difficult, God is perfecting my faith, and you know what I mean. <laughs> it's so true. That's it, that's what we're told. Oh, I'm with you, man. And I, I mean, just, you, you know, I'm with you, and I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 I'm with you, and you're with me. Yeah, we've yeah. we've we've been walking, yeah, long enough as friends to know that. But what do you know, man? Hey, did you know <laughs> that there is this is called osteo odonto Prosthesis. <laughs> Say that again, please. O O K P. That's what we're gonna call it. Can I get a Can I get a definition? It is was something that was pioneered in the 1960s. It is a surgery where surgeons would put a tooth in a blind per in a blind person's eye, and it could restore sight. What? And it still happens to this day. What? We have a cure for blindness from teeth. You put a teeth. You put a tooth in someone's eye. This is insane. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around this for a second. So, how does this work? Okay, let me let me read this introduction from a, a, a medical paper. Eyes are the windows to the soul. The cornea is the front window of the eye. The most grievous yet, unfortunately, the most common. Commonly occurring loss out of all sensory organs is that of the eye. The importance of corneal diseases as a major cause of blindness in the world today remains second only to, cor- uh, to cataracts. Hmm. However, its epidemiology is complicated and encompasses a wide variety of infectious and inflammatory eye diseases. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Keratoprosthesis can be divided into two broad categories. Those designed with eyes with a good ocular surface, intact tear, tear film, and lids, and those designed to to treat dry eyes and damaged ocular surfaces. A unique approach to the artificial corneal problem, the OOKP, was developed by in Italy by some Strumpelli. He had noticed that something will remain in the root canal of the tooth (laughs) indefinitely, but will be rejected if implanted into soft tissues. Hence, it will seem probable that if a plastic acrylic implant could be held in in a piece of the patient's tooth and bone, the hole could be put. Listen, whatever. This is way too complicated. So it causes the growth somehow. Yes, somehow. Somehow. They stick a person's Tooth why have we? Why have I never heard? Of, why has this never been talked about before? I don't know. Why is this hidden? We could have been healing all these blind people with teeth. We, everyone has teeth to spare. Like I'll give up a tooth for a blind person. I'll give yeah. up two. What the heck? Yeah, we can be like Mr. Beast, right. the Antichrist <laughs> slash Second Coming, right? Mr. Beast. You saw that, right? He started. Actually, no. here's here's another. Did you know, Mr. Beast? He's a YouTube the YouTube, guy, the biggest YouTuber. Yeah, he he had that video. Didn't you see that? It was the memes going around where it's like he's the Antichrist because he was uh, he got eye surgery for like fifty kids or something like that and paid oh, and paid he for restored. It. But his video was like, I restored 
a sight to 50 blind kids or something oh, like that. Right. And everyone's like, he's the Antichrist. <laughs> um, well, I don't want to be like Mr. Beast. No, but this other one, I can't remember, and I don't want to look yeah. it up real quick. But under Fidel Castro, I believe, in Cuba, did this whole move where he funded some operation. I can't remember what it's called. But he funded all these uh, uh, eye surgeries and to give sight to the blind people. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he spent, like, money. But it was, like, <laughs> it, was a, it was a state thing by Fidel Castro to restore sight to all these blind people. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know if he did the tooth and the eye. Tooth and eye. That's if, it, if it's in Cuba, I can see him like literally. I'm sure it's much it, more sophisticated. Some tooth hanging out of his Yeah, they're just like, hey. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Stick in the eye. <laughs> stick. What is the, the Italian? Yeah, the guy that, that's how yeah. it was, the Italian guy. He's I'm like, a stick of you in I'm the eye. I'm a stick of the eye, Bob, and I'm a stick of the tooth in it. And you, you got to see you so good. <laughs> It's a me, Mario. You I fix be, it your eye. You'll be able to see the difference between linguini and fettuccine. We get on the rainbow road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. a, that's a good did you know. I like that one. Yeah. That was good. All right. Well, hey, we got a great episode. We have special guests tonight on our episode. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. Well, what's up, everybody? We have an awesome guest duo, I should say. We are doing a mashup with By Their Fruits, and we have joining us on this podcast episode number 151 for us, we have Jeremy Stone and our good friend John Brisson. What's up, guys? Doing well. Glad to be here on All War again. A uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for the invite. I really appreciate it. It's good to see what's going on around around you guys. I listen to your podcast all the time. So. Oh, man. Thank you. Well, I was going to say, I, I've listened to the last couple of your episodes. I've been listening off and on for a year. I kind of go through phases, and I want to encourage our listeners to check out Buy Their Fruits and uh, help them out. They're doing good stuff, and you will probably learn and grow, and uh, it's just another extension of a good podcast. That is, they're, they're getting fewer and fewer that we can recommend anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It's, that uh, is true. Yeah. So, But um, tonight we're going to discuss the topic that has been a theme for Rosie and I for a little while now, and it's just sort of a theme that it seems to not be going away, and so it's good for us to talk <laughs> about, and it's the topic of AI. We did have a, a really good episode with Jessica uh, Spees a few a few episodes ago, and, um, and that was really great. She had some good insights. But uh, there's still more to be said about this topic, and I think it would be good for us to continue to to continue the discussion. But um, John, I know you have you've been reading a, a book. You you mentioned it uh, before when we were doing the pre-show talk, and you've got some stuff you want to share. Um, here's I'll just kick it off this way. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, right now technology is becoming so it's advancing so quickly that. Um, I think it's they're creating in in the culture they're creating this dependency and this expectancy, and um, it lets people's guards down. 
Um, even to the point of where just this week I saw that Panera Bread is now going to be having uh, palm uh, and facial recognition payment system where it connects directly to your reward system on Panera Bread and then your bank account as well. And um, and then obviously other banks are starting to go down that path as well. And um, I, I don't know. I think that there's just we are we are being the word that I want to say is groomed mm. uh, to accept just the next phase, the next thing. And um, and a lot of people don't understand that there's some really wackadoos out there, like um, like that guy U- No. Uh, Hari, what's his name? You've all know a Harari. Yes. Yep. The, the uh, World little, Economic Forum. Little Twink. Little Twink. <laughs> yes. Uh, where he's like, I want to, you know, I want to put a chip in your brain, and I want to be able to. Elon uh, Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk the same way, and and I think that people are just letting their guards down to the point of where they're just going to be willing to accept that. So, and AI is going to be obviously the backbone to control all of this and they're going to build all these systems off of it and um and then we also talked about chat gtp or gpt um the last time and how it's being you know you could put the dan protocol in and it that was only a few weeks ago and it seems like it was forever ago because they already have like two new you know yeah they just released the the old chat gpt was on the uh chat AI or whatever the, the program is, or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, it, open AI, the, the, the platform that chat GPT is based on is GPT 3.5. And they just released four, which is like supposed to be the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. Which Peter Till was in initial funder, hmm. initial yeah. funders for, for, um, open AI. Um, good old Peter Thiel. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess where to start on all this. Um, okay. So <laughs> I do think we're, I think it's going to continue. Uh, uh, you know, uh, us going uh, further, accelerating the use of artificial intelligence. Um, you know, there's another uh, fellow brother in Christ, Wayne McCoy, which you guys should have on. I've had Wayne McCoy on. Uh, we should actually get him on by their fruits too, as well. Many times he's written many books about transhumanism. Um, and, um, you know, it is, you know, right now we're, we're, we're witnessing the building of the B system brick by brick, mm-hmm. at least from a technology standpoint. And, and, and uh, you know, the, the, what, what is foretold to happen throughout the prophecy of the Bible, as far as the antichrist and the beast kingdom, uh, you know, it requires advanced technology for it to come in fruition. Uh, yes, predators, you just got owned right there. Cause you know, I'm not predators, uh, but it is true. <laughs> and so for the events to, to happen, uh, that have been foretold throughout the Bible, uh, you know, by God, um, you know, divine by the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, we 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 know that it was going to require a, a a good amount of technology uh, for those events to unfold, uh, and something that has been going on or has been accelerated, I'd say, probably in the last 120 years, but at least quick, you know quicker in the past 20 years or so and i think that you know i'm not a hard ai person you know i don't believe in like uh the terminator future because Mm -hmm. that's not what's told in the bible it's like i don't believe in nuclear annihilation either um and so 
Um, you know, and so as a soft AI uh, believer, that AI can only uh, work as well as it's been programmed to do by flawed human beings, even if they try to hijack it and add a little bit of ghosts in the machine. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Satan hijacks the AI uh, component of it. It'll never be greater than, than, than the creator, which is God the Father. Um, and so mm. I just don't see a, a, you know, a, a Terminator future ever occurring. So I think there are, they've reached limits. They've reached limits of what they've been able to do with the technology, with the artificial intelligence. Um, and I do believe that we, since we are, um, we are created by a creator, uh, and we are, uh, different than the animals or the angels that were made in God's image. I do believe that there is a natural uncanny valley detector within human beings, which is hopefully personified and magnified uh, in those who are born again, uh, who have the Holy Spirit within them and are given hopefully the gift of discernment uh, to be able to tell uh, the fakes, the, you know, the, the uh, differences between, between the coming fakes uh, that are going to try to be put forth out there, whether it's Project Bluebeam. Uh, which I revisit on my channel, whether or not that's biblical or not. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm still working through that right now. Um, but, you know, technology is accelerating. There's no doubt about that. But I think they've reached diminishing returns. I think they won't reach a lot of their world future society, you know, propaganda that they've written in Star Wars or Star Trek or even Back to the Future. We never got our flying cars, even though Trump's promising them with his freedom <laughs> cities. Uh, and so, you know, I think they've reached their limit, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't necessarily agree with everything that, uh, Christopher Knowles has written about, but his Lucifer technology series yeah. with, um, you know, kind of the, uh, uh, Babylon working and, mm -hmm. and um, you know, the, the communications with, uh, with, with demons, cause I don't believe in extraterrestrial aliens. Um, you know, they, they, they were able to get these advanced fallen technologies. Uh, and so I think they've reached their limit boys. You know, and I don't think there's going to be, you know, this great Atlantean great awakening uh, mm -hmm. that Satan's trying to sell the world on, which is the B system to come, uh, you know, and hopefully I'm making sense and not rambling. But that's just, you know, how I see it is ultimately uh, whatever they try to do, whatever their plans are, uh, Jesus uh, has already won. God has already won. Uh, and so, you know, right. we're not we're not going to see some fantastical. Um, uh, you know, kind of like a futurist uh, belief, you know, like I see, I guess one last thing in closing and I'll toss it over to Jeremy. Um, you can't be a Christian futurist. It doesn't sure. exist. Okay. And so I see, you know, uh, counts for national policy member, godfather to the PayPal mafia, uh, Rod D. Martin calling himself a Christian futurist on Twitter, yeah. or even Nick Fuentes is using the term Christian futurist. Like we yeah. can, you know, we could take the world back and and make it, you know, for Chris, quote unquote, Christendom, and and, and uh, 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 make it beautiful, uh, make it a better place, make it a utopia uh, where we know because of the prophecies laid out in the Bible that's not the case. That it continues to uh, go into a further fallen state until Jesus Christ returns um and, and we have the great you know the great uh the, the falling away the great apostasy the great rebellion against god you know and so you know there is no final great awakening there is no final great revival of the world okay this is this is all she wrote this is it 
Uh, and it's always been God's plan. This is the Titanic is sinking as a rescue mission of preaching the gospel and uh, and uh, you know trying to get people to ultimately accept uh, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as their Messiah and to believe in God and become born again, uh, so that they will not taste the second death. And yeah. a lot of people don't want to hear that. They never have, but they definitely don't want to hear it now uh, because. Things are so bad, but yet they get to touch the technological uh, fruits. They get to eat the technological robotic apple, which is transhumanism. And I don't think it'll come into full fruition, but we're going to see what this haphazard job that they're going to try to roll out on people. Yeah. Jeremy, you got something? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, John. Um, I see that the elites, their aspirations are much higher than what they can actually achieve in my opinion. But we do see in the last, you know, since at least 2016, when the World Economic Forum became like, a, you know, it's been around since the 70s, but like nobody heard of them since like, you know, 2016, right? So then everybody started figuring out uh, who these guys were and what they were doing. And um, they have a lot of goals and they've implemented a lot of geopolitical policies across the world that are really advancing their ideas and their their future what they want for a future right so they're producing something called the internet of things and you know the uh, industrial revolution 4.0 and that's all about transhumanism and mixing mankind with machines and blurring that line to what actually makes you a human and i see them pushing this you know ai is involved with like everything so they also want to build like smart cities and all this stuff that's going to require AI for every little thing you do because they want that data. They want to track every little thing about you. And I believe that in, in an essence, it also goes in with like depopulation mm -hmm. because they can weed out, you know, the weak ones and keep who they want. And, but I see AI being involved with all of this and you can look at Elon Musk's new thing, you know, with the Neuralink and how that just rolled out. And I think it's in, I think I just read that was in a hundred thousand patients around the world already. Really? And yeah, and I in wow. one article will talk about how this Neuralink is being promoted for like health benefits and like Alzheimer's and all stuff like that. And then other articles are talking about look what we can do with technology, look what we can do with AI. How can we how can we advance even further than this and mm -hmm. industrialize it so that the common person, everybody would be able to have have it available to them, even the lay person, you know, even the poor person in a third world country stuff like that you know and you see ai being with um already in third world countries they're, they're replacing farmers with uh tractors that already have mm -hmm. ai in it that can do you know 10 times the work in you know less than a couple hours that a human being could do it you know and produce more um fruit or or wood or whatever it might be that they're farming yeah right so they're weeding out people and replacing them with machines yeah. And that's what they want. Guess who's going to be the only ones there at the end is in their minds. They, they're thinking that the elite are going to be the only ones here and everything else is going to work for them. Everything else is going to work for them. You know, whether that's an AI mixed with a human being or that's a, a total department or city or whatever it might be filled with robots or something like that. You know, that they're going to be the elite on the top of the pyramid and everything else is going to be slaves. Yeah. They have control. Yeah, that's their that's their drug is control. Yeah, and yeah, uh, that's their drug. And I think, um, and w 
what both of you guys said is something really interesting here is that there's this, Jeremy, you said like there's this reach. And I think there's this kind of tendency to that we are, that a lot of us in the truther community, quote unquote truther community, um, that they are overplaying their cards. They're getting, they're getting ahead of themselves and the timeline they want to, they want to speed it up. And, uh, at least that's the feeling I get. I don't know about if you feel that way, Rosie, but, um, but I also feel like, uh, they're trying to rush the technology. And so when you say, John, like they're going to, whatever, they're going to push out this shoddy version of whatever it is, it's actually going to probably do more harm than good, uh, in, uh, you know, to people just well, it's in, a modern day tower of ba- Babel, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it sits in that in that position, but it, we see it reaching out everywhere. It's okay, so uh, it's obviously the medical, right? Because now we've after COVID, everything went into this digital sphere, and then they're moving education that way. And then now the banking is obviously. I mean, the banking now is just getting just hammered, and they're obviously trying to pull in a reset for that. And it's all the systems that are required to make a culture go. They're just twisting them and turning them and make redefining them using their systems and people are just buying it like this is fine like i i had a conversation with someone last week about the banking and they'd had absolutely no concerns with going to a digital banking but they had also never heard of the social credit system so i had to educate them on how it was going to connect to the social credit system and how it would actually minimize their ability to purchase and it would increase control over their life and now they're like deathly afraid. They don't know what to do. And they're like, should I get crypto? Should I buy, should I have a Bitcoin? What should I do? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not the guy to ask because <laughs> I'm poor, number one. So <laughs> I'm going to depend on, uh, you know, being able to just do whatever I can to make money. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I think it was really interesting what both of you guys had just said. Um, so I just stumbled upon this very, very recently and it just kind of changed uh I just I never heard anyone ever talk about this before. So Dante uh, Aguilari, you know, the uh, whatever his name was, the Italian. Aguilari, I think Aligari. is how you pronounce it. Yeah. I could be wrong. Better than me, man. I can not I can barely <laughs> pronounce English words that I know. Me either. I get it yeah. wrong most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was the first one to actually use the term transhumanist. In, Interesting. Uh, in the Divine Comedy in uh, Inferno. Uh, sorry, in Inferno, not divine comedy. And he meant it um, when he was actually talking about um, there's some point where he was talking about viewing himself being resurrected, his body resurrected from a outside standing point in the story. And he meant by it um, was uh, it, it kind of gets translated as a realization of divine life in paradise. Hmm. And I think that really ties in and like what you had said, Jeremy, especially is kind of like what I was thinking about is it ties so much more into with uh, the overpopulation agenda and all that. Um, Because like, I I think John, John, I think you're with me. We're both kind of like more computer sciencey and I'm not excluding you, Jeremy, if you are, but like I hear a lot of really, uh, I don't want to say ignorant in the sense of like, you know, being rude to someone, but it's just like without knowledge of a lot of Christians saying like, 
AI is going to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. And it's like, well, do you, I don't think you really understand what AI is and why it's a big thing. Like they're like, oh, much in the same way. And I think it's a reflection of like the tech community because they're like, well, we'll just throw AI at solving, right? you know, making <clears throat> paint or cutting wood or something like that. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not. That's not what it's used for. So I've been trying to deal with, like, how would it actually impact us beyond, you know, the AI being the image well, of the Well, it seems pretty good. If, it seems pretty good for to solving c computer programming problems, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's where I've been trying to figure out, like, where the leap goes. Because I, I believe that it is going to be part of the system, like, 100%. I'm not debating that. But I've been trying to go over how is that going to eventually look at and that hearing that about Dante, like re <laughs> more recently, I think it's really tied into the, um, and maybe this is stuff you guys have all thought of, but really replacing humans in like, yeah, that's and not just the form of like, oh, it's going to take call center jobs away from people, but it's like really, 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 really bringing humanity to like the next level. And yeah, it's an with evolution the, with the evolution and yeah, um, which they talk a lot about that co-evolution, right? Mm -hmm. And the the fact that it, like you were talking about Christopher Knowles that it's all, I, I think all technology is demonic and it's all witchcraft and stuff like that beyond <laughs> a uh, a very basic level is uh, I don't know it, it, that just really hit me that un, reading that about Dante using it as uh, a realization of divine life in paradise because that's again what they're just trying to do is like when they're using mm -hmm. the term transhumanist whether they know the spiritual connotations behind like the term it's this it's it's all spiritual everything yeah. about it, it, it well they're trying no, to do yeah. it themselves right. which is what magic witchcraft is 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 you trying to impose your will over god's will yeah um you know which can't happen but people think that it can uh you know and so i mean that's what uh you know using you know d divining is right mm -hmm. is is by your will and not by god's will mm -hmm. um and so if you think you could do it yourself then you know you don't you're not trusting god you're not trusting in god and so that's what they you know believe when it comes to technology there is no difference or what they call it as what uh paul wrote to young pastor timothy science so falsely called and yes i'm using the king james version on that one because it's the most correct um and 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 and, and so yeah i mean you know i i, I listen to a lot of research a lot of barbara marx hubbard i can't stand the woman it's very tragic that uh she is in hades awaiting the final judgment to be cast into hell uh, for her blasphemic beliefs, it's quite sad. But uh, you know, but she was a very evil elitist woman, uh, and so she wrote, "Just as Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal humans became extinct, so will selfish humans. Mm. This is necessity for their temperament is not viable. The selfish can cannot inherit the powers of procreation, which in their state of consciousness would amount to powers of self-destruction. Now, the selfish are people like you and I that believe." Uh, you know, all of us on this call, and hopefully everybody's listening, hopefully you guys are all born again, uh, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and the only way mm -hmm. to the Father. Uh, so that's what she means by that. Uh, and so if the selfish were to inherit the evolutionary capacities, early ex external aspects of Christ's ability, so this is what she says for us to be co-equal to God, to evolve, to be co-equal to God. These were the abilities of Christ, according to mm -hmm. her, Okay. 
nuclear energy, biotechnology, longevity, mm-hmm. self-replicating machines, and the process uh, and the power to build new world worlds. And so she writes a lot that, and also in this book, this book was written in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. She writes about mRNA in here, messenger mRNA, okay, mm-hmm. messenger RNA. Uh, she writes that about about having a spiritual property, mm-hmm. which is what you know some of the COVID shots were, were mR COVID mRNA shots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Moderna and Pfizer shots. So they act like these science so falsely called technologies, which Deanne Loper did an excellent job of going after, uh, you know, you know, writing about in her book about Kabbalah, uh, that the Jews also uh, uh, kind of put forth this esoteric science, this esoteric magic. They wholeheartedly believe in it. They practice it, uh, you know, and so they put a kind of a modern veneer on it, which is technology, but this has always been fallen angel technology. It's always existed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, I guess one final thing, and then, you know, I want to toss it over to Jeremy, is my friend Jesse Spots, another fellow brother in Christ, he's harped on that I should read, and I finally did, Player Piano by Kurt Vonnegut, mm-hmm. which is in a future where uh, robots replace most of mankind. So in the story, not to give up too much, too much of it away, but there's one part. There's this barber who's obsessed that, that they're going to write a program, an artificial intelligence program so that a robot can cut hair mm. and he's always thinking about it. He's always like, he's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, he's always thinking about it. So eventually he, and his, cause he's been thinking about it for so long, he is able to write a program and figure out a way, invented a way so that robots could cut hair. And he, since he has that patent that was sold to a corporation, he becomes a multimillionaire where all the fellow barbers that used to cut hair, they no longer do anymore. They're all out of a job. Okay, and so I don't think we're ever going to reach something to that effect, mm. but there are going to be some jobs that have already been cut off, cut off. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, in the workforce, I don't know how much it's going to be. I don't think the complete workforce is going to be taken over by robots and artificial intelligence. Um, but that they they, well, they want that, but I don't think they'll ever reach that. I think that's where transhumanism comes in. Because they want to merge man and machine, and they're going to make the man I just become. Think, I just don't think they're going to. I just don't think they're going to be able to do oh, it fully. No, I don't think so either. But they do. They think they can. That's true. Yes. Um, and I want to. You know, my question is: is is this? Well, one statement, one question. And and Jeremy, you haven't been saying anything, so I want you to jump in here. But um, the one statement I wanted to say is that it seems like everything in, that Satan is trying to do is trying to, he's trying to mimic what God has done. He's trying to, he, he's always trying to become what God has, what God is and what God has done. And so he's building a kingdom unto himself. He's, and, and he can't create the way that God can create. So he's going to have to use humans to incorporate and do his work for him. And the technology that he has from, heaven which genesis 6 which we talked about which he imparted they imparted i think there's still things that they're trying to impart i think that they were they only partially gave mankind what they what they had and that's why i think things like cern are happening and they're talking about portals and you know is is cern a portal so i think that that whole side of it is like the one statement i wanted to say is it's always a, a mockery of god trying to c- copy god do his own version of what god's already got in play but my question is is how as believers as christians as we see these things happening how are we supposed to like navigate through them and what do we reject and what what do we 
what areas can we accept in some of this? Like, where's the line that you guys think it might be? I mean, right now it's pretty easy because there's not a whole lot of pressure on us. There's still cash. There's still, you know, we still have our labor force jobs and things like that. You know, like if I needed to, I could get a job digging ditches because they still need that. Um, even though we have machines and technology. What do you guys think about that? That's a good question, man. Um, like, like you said, right now it's kind of easy to navigate, but what the future holds, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. But I would say that there is obviously a few guidelines that you could use. Like if it's going to, if it's going to change what God has created, meaning you, um, in some way or form, which is what transhuman wa- transhumanism wants to do. Um, and depending on what you believe, like whether you think that using a pig's, for example, this is just an example, but using like a pig's liver and a human being mm-hmm. and thinking that's okay for them to live longer. You know, there's these different divides that uh, kind of divide us as human beings of what we think is okay and what we don't. So it kind of is some of it's about what's your own conscious allows you to accept. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, some of us would be like, whoa, some things are way too far. But somebody somebody else who's a Christian might think, well, that's okay. It's going to help them live longer. What's wrong with that? But I think it's our job to just continue to talk about it. I couldn't continue to stay on top of it and make people aware um, of the technologies emerging and the things that. And especially if we can show from a biblical perspective what is okay and what isn't okay. Yeah. You know, like for me, the vaccination, for example, I don't think that any Christian should get it. Um, and I think that we have pretty good evidence in the Bible or reasons in the Bible why Christians should not get it. And I feel like if if, if you're one of those people who are convinced that it's okay and then you do end up getting it, um, that whatever happens to you falls on you. But I've done my job as a Christian. I've done my job as a good Berean to try not to allow or to try to educate people so that they wouldn't, have, yeah. they, wouldn't they wouldn't get it. You know what I mean? By the and way, it's the thank, same for a lot of different thanks things. for bringing that up. Now we're going to get a strike on YouTube yet again. Oh, I know you're on YouTube. I listen to you on Spotify. <laughs> but but okay, no so, one listens to us on YouTube. It's no okay. one. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do. That's how I listen. Uh, and so okay, so um, Jeremy, let me ask you this. So, um. I've known Christians as I work as a teacher at, at, at the church that I go to, the school that they have. And I know Christians that got the vaccine. And they um, they prayed about it. And, you know, they put their trust in God. And they ended up getting it. And so, you know, to them, I kind of shake my head, you know. But I'll say this. There's one man there. I won't say his name. He is an elder at the church who I have so much immense respect for. The man has dedicated his life to the Lord. And so, you know, when when I found out that he got his, I, I was shocked. I was like, what? And then he was like, well, I needed to go in to preach to the old folks at mm. the old folks' home because they have nobody to preach the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. And so for a while, I remember sitting there being like, I just don't understand why he would do such a thing, you know? But then if, after thinking about it for a long time and actually praying about it, the Lord, you know, I, you know, the Holy Spirit convicted me and the Lord pressed upon my heart and God was like, yeah, he took the vaccine, but he's doing it to honor me to preach the gospel to people during a time period where no one was able to do so. Mm-hmm. 
So how dare I, you know, sit there and question that from him? You know, I'm not saying you're saying that, Jeremy, at all. I'm not saying that you are, you know, but, you know, some of us in the alternative media and, you know, even Christians um, within the alternative media or just, you know, even, you know, Christians in general or even people who are in an alternative health in general, because I'm both an, a Christian alternative health practitioner and, you know, a Christian podcaster. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get so much, you know, that, you know, the vaccine is horrific, which it is, but at the same time, we forget that people are human too, you know? And so I would say what he did glorified God. And I'm not saying that everybody did take it to do those same. Some people took it to, because they honestly thought it was going to save them or protect them or whatever. And those people, I just really shake my head about. You know, but yeah, it's one thing for fear. If, if you're doing this out of, if you took it out of I'm fear, hopefully I'm making sense of what I'm saying. So, you do. and I, I realized I was wrong. I was arrogant I, to sit there and just shake my head. And how, why would you do something like you're? You're probably going to die from this. I have a great yeah, verse. That's why it's I, I have a great verse for this. Okay, John, and this is this is Jesus' last recorded words in in the Gospel of Mark. Or, uh, uh, Mark, he says. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. So basically, they'll be Pentecostals. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then they will drink deadly poison, and it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people, and they will get well. And it was basically, it's it's a part of the Great Commission that he gives, you know, um, and he doesn't give that in, in the other parts of the Great Commission when you see it recorded. And so I kind of clung to that for some people, like this guy that you work with, that he could probably, you know, drink deadly poisons and it will not harm him. Mm. It's more than likely a deadly poison. I mean, a lot of people have been saying that for a long time, and now the truth is starting to come out and be verified. Um, and I think it. I think for the most part, it's really an issue of conscience. I think Jeremy nailed it when he was like, your conscience yeah. is going to have to lead you and um, in these things. and. You know, my I was personally compelled not to do it, and my wife and I we were both talked about it as our family. Like we were willing to figure out what that meant. If that meant one of us wasn't going to be able to work, we were going to kind of we knew we trust God, so we were going to trust the Lord in that. And and it was more an issue of there was a lot of question marks. We didn't think that the vaccine was evil or anything like that. Um, I do not trust the companies. <laughs> so there is a level that I would say is, I would say it's probably evil, you know, but at the same time, I, I also say that, um, that there's a part of it that we just didn't, there was too many unknowns, too many unknown variables. And for my wife in particular, she has an autoimmune and everything we were reading and even our own doctor said, you should not take this. Um, so, you know. Yeah, I think like the biggest thing that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice just broke there. Yeah, you going to be? I, I, no, I was yeah. doing the same thing. You stole my joke, Turner. <laughs> You're becoming a man. I'm becoming a man live on air. Proud so of proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. It's about, it's, it's about a t- it's ten or so odd years too late, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think like the the heart of the matter, which is, uh, in uh, I don't know, I I, I definitely I am. 100% certain 
at the beginning of whenever, uh, what was it, 2020? I can't yeah. even remember what year <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't remember. <laughs> um, like when I was sitting on Twitter, just like, you know, crap posting um, stuff. I am 100% sure that I said, like, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to be saved anymore. And, you know, like I wasn't <laughs> being serious. I was just being stupid on Twitter. Um, well, you know, I, actually, I won't give myself that much of a break. I was there is probably a part of me that kind of believed that. Um, especially at the beginning. And I, I think, I think it was That's you, John. That's a new age belief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, John, I'm pretty sure that you DM me pretty quickly and was like, Hey, you might want to be careful with this. And, um, <laughs> and it, it was good to have a new age or I only saw new age saying it was the market of base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing like that, I think that's a perfect example of like the, that's some dangerous about like this particular thing. Like, with um, we always say like the mark of the beast is not going to be in the form of like a trick thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's not going to be something you normally uh, accept, right? And, and it's a, yeah. it, and there's the decision behind it, which is I'm renouncing. It's like I'm choosing which team I am. I'm putting yeah. putting on the jersey, like you know, I'm putting on the hat and I'm going to LSU. I'm taking my you know whatever, um, <laughs> like there's going to be that very big public, you know, it, it's kind of in the way of like a, a, a baptism. I view it, you know, like a baptism, baptism is a formal thing of telling the world of an internal thing that you've done. That's how I kind of view the mark of the beast. It's the same reversal of that. You're telling the world of an internal thing that you, I'm on this guy's team now. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. And that's not, you know, just some, thing where they're going to trick you, you know, you start eating Skittles and you don't know that the red ones are actually the mark, you know? So, you know, all of a sudden you got tricked into <laughs> eating Skittles, you know, you shouldn't be eating Skittles cause they're, you know, it's not going to be something like that. And, yeah. uh, I think that's the, the turning point, the dangerous wording of it is, uh, letting, cause, cause there's ultimately fear. This is, uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy, I'll let you go right after this is that the fear that comes with that of all of a sudden people were genuinely questioning, oh, am I not saved anymore? Was, did I take the mark? Yeah, because yeah. I was genuinely like worried for my life and I maybe was buying into the propaganda of everyone's mm -hmm. dying and you're gonna, you wanna kill the elderly people and you wanna kill babies and all that. And oh, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm just gonna get this. Um, like now you're just causing more fear by saying like, oh, it could have been the mark. Maybe you're not saved anymore. And that's not a, regardless, it's not a good place, I think, for Christians to just be in anything. We're not supposed to be gloomy. Like we're not supposed to be all doom and gloom, even though we kind of sound that way sometimes. There's always that ultimate, like we'll, we'll be talking about this whole episode of how crazy that and bad they want it to be. But like, you know, you said Christ has already won. Like, yeah. so there is no... This is just a, a nuanced discussion with a pr pr uh, presupposition that who like Christ is king. He's already won. So there's nothing to really be worried about. Sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. Oh, you're good, man. I was just going to say, yeah, like when, when all that started, I never saw it even as the mark of the beast. I'm not saying any of you guys said that I am, but I just want to make it clear that the way I went about it was I saw that this is definitely something that's like some a precursor at the least yeah. or at the most it's a precursor right and i saw very early on the effect it was having on like the healthiest people in the world so i was i was warning people based on like yo this is gonna 
hurts your health. Like you, you could yeah, possibly man. die. Not you're going to be condemned to hell, but like I'm a big soccer fan and hundreds upon hundreds of mm. young, the most perfectly in shape people, the healthiest people in the world are just dropping like flies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I, that was my reasoning for wanting to warn people about it, especially if you're older and well, you're your immune system's not as good. You know, yeah, I never thought you were saying the opposite of that, Jeremy, or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Um, I, I just, there was a lot of people that just weren't having any nuanced discussion. And I remember when Mike from On Point Preparedness was like, they're giving these people, they're giving the vaccine to old folks in old folks' homes that have, like, no chance, choice of getting the vaccine. Like, how can right. this be Mark of the Beast? Right. When you have no choice and they're giving it to you. And then it's right. also not something in your forehead or your right hand to buy, sell or trade, mm -hmm. you know. And so it was stuff like that, you know, and I, I never thought it was. But I thought, OK, is this a precursor? Or is this, you know, a, 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 a test run, a, you know, and it might it might have been, uh, you know. But I again, I okay, so let me ask you this um, and I'll, I'll start with you, Jeremy, first. I don't believe that the fun vax, because they keep putting it out there that there's this vaccine that they can give you where all of a sudden it like turns off a part of your brain or something mm. or corrupts your soul or whatever, where all of a sudden you just stop believing in God. Okay. Like they've tried to put that fear out there on people. They call it the fun vax or fundamental mm. uh, vaccine and stuff like that and everything. And see, and, and also some people are saying, well, an mRNA vaccine changes your DNA. So maybe it make, or makes you more uh, like the Nephilim you know and so it, it perverts you from being um you know kind of made in the image of god you know and i'm not going to say that the vaccines don't influence your uh dna or or, or your cells or anything like that uh and especially the the viral vector m uh viral vector dna ones like uh johnson and johnson very much probably do uh but there's tons of things that influence your DNA on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called epigenetics, right. uh, the sunlight, the diet that you eat, uh, you know, all of these yeah. things, you know. So I don't think there's anything that they can do to, in my opinion, now some people may disagree with me on this, uncreate you in, from being made in God's image first and foremost. Okay? Yeah. I just don't think that can happen. And second, I don't think that there's a vaccine that they can give you, especially once you are – once you are saved, like, you know, like once you are, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you and you are saved. I don't think there's any drug or shot that they can give you that you, quote unquote, lose your salvation. Oh, right. right. Yeah. OK, yeah. I just don't I just don't think that's I just think it's but they're putting it out there. You'll have Christians put oh the fundamental vaccine you know they got they tested this vaccine if you take this vaccine you know, all of a sudden you're going to stop believing in god and you you know i mean it, it's just to me it's just it's 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 it just seems like new age fear-based propaganda to mm, me right. what, what are your thoughts jeremy What's on that so, i just want to know <clears throat> like what sources do these people have for that i've never i mean i've heard of it here and there but like <laughs> i don't i don't have anything to go off on, on that the only thing that i can think of that might somehow change you from being in the image of God to not is transhumanism. I think that there are people whose intention is to literally do that because they're, yeah. they're living their life based off a lie. But I don't think they were ever saved, the though. You know? No, no, no. I'm not, no, yeah, no. I'm just saying that eventually they could reach a point with their own, um, you know, their own free will. They have the intention to 
live forever, mm-hmm. right? Because that is the lie in the garden. And you see like things like CRISPR where, oh, you can die and then we'll just upload your consciousness into this mm-hmm. machine here and then we'll put you in an augmented reality and you can live forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Or if you alter your body in such a way with transhumanism, AI, something that makes you not human. And like, that's the debate here, right? Like it's not between us, but in general, like, what point do you not become human? You know, I, I that that just made me think of this uh, in the garden. Uh, kind of like what what Turner you had said about they're always Satan's always trying to mimic what God does. So uh, just go with me here, guys. <laughs> so God originally in you know in the garden made the tree uh, of with life, with everlasting life. So that's mm-hmm. and he told him to not eat that. Uh, especially after they had sinned, because if they had sinned and then eaten it, they wouldn't have died, and then they wouldn't have been able to be saved because they'd be eternally in this sinned state with no chance at you know being in this fallen thing. So that's the kind of the same kind of uh, ultimately the question you know that you had just said, Jeremy, about how can they make you unsaved or you know not God's creation anymore. It would have to be – that's why they keep pushing this longevity stuff with the health because the only way that you know I can see – I'm just using that kind of same analogy of like the tree in the garden of not being able to be saved. Now, I'm not, I'm not getting into the implications of saying God couldn't have saved someone, Adam and Eve. You know, I'm just not going that, that far and getting into what God couldn't, can't do or wouldn't, wouldn't do. Um, but, you know, that kind of – I think of that like more so with the health and going back to the transhumanism stuff of this longevity of being in a place where we we can die in an unrepentant state, you know, like that's ultimately uh, what the devil wants. And so if it comes in some other form of, you know, promising everlasting life, um, I, I, I just wonder if there's an analogy. I guess maybe it's this is more so a thought I'm kind of throwing out that was spurred on by what you guys had said. Of there, there has to be some analogy yet yeah, to the tree of not being eaten because we would be in this eternally fallen state, and there, I, I can't see unsee that or uncouple that with, with what the transhumanists are saying with this push to eternal life, because at the same time. They have, uh, you know, freaks like Ray Kurzweil who are talking about, like, just what you said, like, uploading your consciousness and living eternally that way. I still think that there's, like, there there is the other aspect of, like, no, we actually mean physically the human body will not decay anymore. We yeah. will be able to right. beat God. <laughs> beat God, because that's another thing that God very clearly had always said is – uh you know, he, he, there's a lot of things. We just did a whole episode on the death penalty and he, he's big on, you know, consequences, consequences for actions and stuff like that. Um, but you know, he said, you know, right after the flood, you know, man's days on the earth will be 120. And, you know, he puts, there's a couple spots I can, maybe I'm thinking of maybe one or two others where they talk about like the, the age of humans is certain, uh, certain lengths of time. So I don't know. I, I, I think I'm th- rambling. I'm kind of throwing out a couple <laughs> different ideas. Maybe it'll make sense to you guys. I just see some parallel yeah. with that. 
<clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know if this is, Oh, sorry, man. You can go. No, no, no. No, go ahead, Jim. I was just going to say, like, uh, I don't know if this verse, this verse always comes to mind when it's talking, like, when we're discussing transhumanism is, like, iron will not mix with clay. And whether that is the context of that verse or not, it reminds me, though, that you honestly, like, transhumanism is such a bad idea. Your yeah. body is a natural, you know, it's organic. And to have anything invasive outside of that is going to cause an effect mm-hmm. that can't be good. Yeah. And I, I would you know? I would say too, even if you have angelic inspired or directed technology that's made by humans, mm-hmm. it still is not made by God, and it right. still can't last forever. Yeah. Only thing that is eternal is God, mm-hmm. so He's the only one that can make us eternal. And so, right. like, there's even the best of the technology that the fallen angels could give to humankind and direct them, and then we build it for them. Uh, it still won't compare. Mm-hmm. And God, this is what cracks me up. Like, even if they reach this pinnacle that we've never reached in history, and and humans are trans, we're we're you know half mechanical, Beep, boop, boop, yeah, right? some kind of weird <laughs> RoboCop, you know, thing. It, God, all God has to do is frustrate it with an instant. He could just frustrate everything. He could send a, a weird virus into the into the AI. He could send. You know, some kind of weird electrical storm from the sun, you know, that could just blast through and, and, and suddenly assuming EMP. (laughs) Yeah, an EMP, right? Like it, it just is too easy for God to defeat what they're trying to do. And the, but the heart of it is, is man wants to, Ecclesiastes, God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. Mm. So we want to, we're designed to live eternally. And that's what, that's kind of the way we're built. Mm. And so we're always going to be looking for it outside of God. Mm. And if Satan presents something to mankind, it's going to be a very attractive bait for mm. them because they're godless, number one. And number two, it seems like it would work. It's filling that hole. Yeah, yeah it's it's filling that hole. Yeah. Mm. That's just my opinion on it. But oh, what do you yeah. guys think about um, in the end, like in the book of Revelation, where uh, it talks about that some men won't die? You know, they'll seek death, but they should not be found. Do you guys in any way think that that correlates with technology or AI yeah. in, in some way? Yeah, I do, because that's why Peter Till spends so much money on uh, 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 longevity, researching longevity. Um, and I think it comes at a cost. I think it comes at a cost of your mortal soul uh, to be able to uh, try to, quote, unquote, try to attain something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, and... You know, just go back to the fun vaccine real quick. It, it came out that it was a hoax, and the guy who uh, developed it—what was his name? Um, wasn't he like a C, <gasps> wasn't he like a CIA guy or something? Ryan Harper. Oh. No, uh, he was a he was, was like a CIA he, name. He goes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a collaboration between me and a successful Silicon Valley entrepreneur. I wonder who that Silicon Valley entrepreneur is. I'm sure, someone. <laughs> like, uh, so anyway, yeah. when you watch the video, which they claim it was a lecture at the Pentagon from yeah. 2000 to 2005, if you really look at the technology that was used in that presentation, the, the flat screen computer screens yeah. and and uh, the uh, Epson projectors, yeah, so some of that technology didn't exist back then. So right then right. and there, I should tell you it was a hoax. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you know, and I'm not. I used to believe it many many years ago. Um, but you know, now looking through what they try to push and try to get, you know, cause uh, okay, I, I'll, I'll give you something to, 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 to think about if all the new agers are telling you it's biblical, 
Yeah. <laughs> Probably isn't. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, when they're all running around screaming about some of these things, you probably should really match you with scripture and really maybe talk to an elder that you trust or something. Myself included. Some, we all fall through these. We all fall for these traps. Okay. There's so much dis- disinformation out there and psychological and spiritual and psychographical warfare out mm-hmm. there that we all you know, uh, fall for it from time to time, myself included. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm the end all be all discerner of, uh, of what's out there, whether it's true or false. I myself mentioned that I used to believe in the fun vax thing, Mm -hmm. but when you really look into it, you realize, and you kind of take a step back and look at it, you're like, Oh yeah, there's no shot that they can give you to, to, I mean, how, how do, how can they give you a shot or introduce something into your water or whatever that makes you unborn again? Yeah. Well, you can't because it's a spiritual thing. You're you're sealed with the Holy Spirit when you're born again. You're a new creation, born from the Lord. You know, it's it's God. It's God's birth, and nothing can unborn you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you can't. You know, that's the dilemma of Nicodemus and Jesus in the conversation. You know, when he's like, "What do I climb back in my mother's womb? You know, how do I do this?" And he's like, "No, your flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. So only." Something born of God is sustained by God. It's you, you, and this is what I love. Jesus in the garden, and I'll get a little theological here, but Jesus in the garden, when he prayed on the night he was deceived, he said that, uh, he said, Father, let them be one just as you and I are one. And so the way that we become one is through being born of the Spirit, the way that John 3 talks about. And that's Ephesians, Paul says we're sealed with that Holy Spirit, which it can't be unsealed, and it's a mark of ownership. So if I'm owned by him, then how can I be, you know, stolen away? You know, how can I lose that? He's not going to lose anything that belongs to him. You know, well, no man can snatch you out of God's hand. Correct. Right. So it's not like a conscious choice to take the mark is to, to, to ally yourself with the Antichrist, be against God. Right. You know, instead, it's you were given something in your water. You were given a vaccine and somehow you lose it's your trickery. Yes, very yeah. much so, Jeremy. It's trickery. It's impossible, you know. And if, and a lot of and, and if more people were biblically sound, this wouldn't be an issue, including myself previously beforehand. Uh, you know, if more if we were in the world word like we're supposed to be, and we're you know we're living for Christ, and we're you know and we're um you know listening and communing with the Holy Spirit, then this wouldn't necessarily be so much of an issue. But as we're entering what I believe to be the end days, mm-hmm. uh, it will be more of a more of an issue, especially for those who don't cling to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tidal wave. They'll just run towards these answers, you know, even unwittingly. Uh, you know, I, 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 I oh, go ahead. Oh, no, finish your thought, man. Oh, uh, it was going to be, it, it, I don't know why this kind of spurred on uh, this thought. It was what you had said, Jeremy, about the, uh, the, in Revelation, when the people are going to try to die, kill themselves and they can't, is it, it just this weird dichotomy in the world too. And maybe John, you know more about uh, the funding behind this, but the the rise in these, um, like the suicide, <laughs> assisted suicide 
capsules, you know, like that, that's something, was it Seattle, uh, or Canada? Yeah. Canada, Canada. the whole country. Yeah. Cause they were telling vets to kill themselves. Oh, you can't get PTSD treatment. Just kill yourself. Yeah. Like it's terrible. Um, but As we it, talked about last time, the new PTSD treatment is is putting you in a K hole and lock you into the right. metaverse. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But I, it's just so weird to me. I just it just popped in my head is like at the same time you have these, you know, lab coat scientists nerds. Uh, like I'm not even gonna say nerd. They're geeks. Yeah, I'm a nerd. We're, <laughs> we're different. Um, I'm a nerd too. Yeah. Uh, but you have these stupid lab coat like atheists, gaytheists, and um, so they're pushing on one hand. And it's like the same same kind of people, same circles. Hey, you can live forever, but at the same time, we're gonna make it like super easy for you to like 100% kill yourself. You know, like if you want to check out, you can check right. out. Right, and it's so know? weird that that's that's rising out of the same like anti-god anti like very nihilist like uh death cult death cult yeah mm-hmm. so i wonder if there's some weird correlation and i wonder that th- this was the weird thought that i had is that what if th- these elites who know what they're doing are hedging their bets because they know the bible just like the demons know scripture satan knows scripture that they're like i want to have something in place so that I can make sure if the Bible actually works and I have to live through this period where I'm not going to be able to end my own life, that I want to have some technology here to make sure I can escape that. I mean, they ultimately fear death. You know, all four of us here, I mean, you have the physical sympathetic response of fear of death, right? Like if someone broke into my shed right now and, shot a gun and hit me in the you know chest a few yeah. times you know i'm gonna have the physiological fear response of oh i'm dying uh but you know as far as a, born being a born again christian i i truly have the peace uh in my soul that right. i'm going to heaven when i die mm-hmm. yeah. you know these people don't have this they hmm. are truly truly terrified of dying yeah. uh because even though they you know some of them probably are deluded they think that they will win and satan will win yeah. uh, a lot of them probably know that they are going to hell when they die hmm. yeah that's a good point yeah yep that's why they want to storm heaven and take over yeah god's kingdom they they they, they don't they're furious they're furiously and this is what the the bible told us this i mean it was written thousands of years ago we like i don't know why people get confused by things but literally he the lord told us these things were going to happen and we know why they're doing it and yet we're 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 in the fulfillment of many of these things i mean i think john you and i were talking the other night when when you when i asked you about trump i called you or you called me or something and we were talking about trump a little bit with his arrest Mm -hmm. or whatever and we got on the conversation and we were talking about the birth pains and how it's foretold. Jesus said it. It's going to be birth pains, and and when a woman gives birth, these things get closer. The timing gets closer together and more intense. And so you're gonna. And I was joking around with you. I was like, I don't even know what to talk about because every day there's something new that's happening. And it used yeah. to be like a year or two ago. It used to be like, oh, something happened in the news or whatever. We could talk about this for three or four episodes. <laughs> And flesh it out. Now it's like you. The news cycle is so fast, you can't even. I can't even remember stuff I posted on my story on Instagram 
that was very like I was looking scrolling through some of my old stories and I was like, oh man, that's actually really important. I should probably save that and bring it back up again. The Chinese balloons? No, no, <laughs> no Chinese balloons. It was actually dealing with the AI, but um, but it's happening so fast, people can't keep up. And now it's um, and I don't know where I was really going with that, but my my point is is that that I think that there's um, in in the way things are happening, we were told about this you know, thousands of years ago, thousands and thousands of years mm. ago. And yet here we are, people are confused. The church is confused. Yeah. They're half Have of them, way. half of them are asleep and, and it's just frustrating. It's, it's a little bit, um, it's mm. kind of scary too. Yeah. Western Christianity is pretty, it's pretty dead for the most part, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like the church as a whole is so deceived and it seems like that, that remnant the Bible talks about, it really starts to be separated at this time or in these times now. Like it's to me, it's like pretty simple to mm. pick out who's a true born again Christian and who isn't, mm. or, you know what I mean? Like in this moment, at least I'm not saying that that person can't become one or whatever, or repent, but I'm just saying like during all these troubled times, just like in the back in the day, you know, when the church persecuted heavily and, and they grew, I think that there is a select uh, weeding out of Christians between true Christians and non-Christians or true Christians and the, you know those who call themselves Christians. But we're also bringing in people from the folds who are already on the fringe and they're becoming a Christian. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's coming from all directions. And I see, I see the world working like they know their time is short and they're doing everything they can to kind of kill us either by soft genocide, you know, this, the Coke Zeros we're drinking, or like, uh, you know what I mean? Or like you can just go and off yourself in Canada if you wanted to. Right. You know, there's something that appeals to almost every type of individual out there, and they're trying to lead you away from God. Now, some things are slower, which you better hope so, because you have time to repent. But guess what? One, you, one day you could die. Mm -hmm. One day I could walk out this door, and, and like John said, you know, it could be shot. You know, you're, the, the, the important thing is that you see Christ with all you have now yeah. in this time, especially as while things are as quote unquote normal as they are, because it's going to get way worse. Yeah. And the it's gospel is more out there and more readily accessible now than any right. time in no given excuse. history. And, and so many people are blind to it because we're entering into the great apostasy, the great rebellion against God. And I do believe that there's any going to be any true revival. It's going to be some born-again Christians that were kind of lukewarm, that were on the fence, you know, yeah. where they were saved by the skin of their teeth, you yeah. know, and then they finally, through the persecution of the saints, you know, finally, yeah. you know, quote-unquote, grow a pair, yeah. uh, you know. Um, but I don't think there's going to be a huge, uh, 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 you know, revival. Well, that's all revivals were, were just people – you know, becoming emboldened in their faith. It wasn't very, it wasn't in large mass new people, yeah. uh, um, you know, um, repenting and, and, and uh, you know, humbling themselves in front of an almighty God, uh, you know. And so, you know, we see the apostate uh, seven mountains mandate, new apostolic reformation, you know, yeah, whatever mm -hmm. name you want to call it. Uh, you know, saying, oh, well, this is the great awakening, the re grand revival sweeping the globe. Look how many people are coming to the Lord. And it's like, um, unless if I cracked open the Bible, it checked. Uh, that's not in there. Right. Uh, and so, 
Um, but I mean, when, when you have the new agers, literally, I mean, Alice Bailey, Barbara Marks Hubbard, uh, Madame Blavatsky, Albert Pike, uh, David Icke, mm-hmm. you know, insert Seth Theosophist, Michael Flynn, you know, when you have all of them saying this is the great awakening, this is where, you know, the, the, the good guys win and the bad guys lose and they're held accountable and everything like that. Well, the Bible says the exact opposite. The end times is where the Antichrist rises and the beast rises, and and you know, and, 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 and then we have God's tribulation, yeah. you know, and, and the terrible day of the Lord, right? That we're supposed to both, you know, be excited that God's judgment is finally now coming on these uh, fallen wicked people, but at the same time, we're supposed to be terrified of the day of the Lord too, uh, you know, and so that's where we're we're at through all this, and God's ultimately one. Uh, but it's going to be very and, – and Jeremy's right. This is a sifting of, of the wheat and the tares mm-hmm. of, of who is truly born again, who is truly in it for the Lord, who will lay down their life for the Lord. Okay, and I'm not talking about you know some sort of you know, theonomy, government, you know, or go out with a bang type thing. You know, I'm not, you know, like mean anything like that, like in violence, but who's going to go out preaching the gospel, doing what we're commanded to do by the Great Commission? Who's going to go out like Stephen, a true man of God, a true saint? Who's going to go out like Stephen? You know, and we're about to find out. We're about to find yeah, out. Yeah. Can I be in your FEMA camp? <laughs> yes, we already said that. That if we if there is no pre tribulation rapture, that I am driving up so we can be in a FEMA camp together. Turn. We'll just yes. Okay. We'll escape. And I promise there'll only be a few. I told you so's in there. Right, okay, right. but just a few. I know, I know. All right. We'll we'll escape, but we'll go to another camp so they don't have to worry about us. We'll be like, hey, no, we're just I'm heading down to John's camp. Don't worry. <laughs> I guess, I guess a FEMA region uh, six or whatever I'm in. I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, and it's, it's going to be like, uh, was it when Peter was in prison about the guards? Yeah, he, yeah. Peter. Yeah, so, was, it's, yeah. so it's going to be about. Yeah, we're going to we're going to preach to the guards as 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 the guillotines come down oh. on our heads. <laughs> oh man, yeah, nah, it's going to be great. So, yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Canary Cry Radio? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Based on gold. Yeah. Do you remember when he had that Christian, uh, quote unquote, Christian transhumanist guy on? Oh my he was like he's a Christian who's uh, yeah yeah he's supposedly a Christian what? who apologetically is trying to reconcile transhumanism with the Bible and if that is not absolutely <laughs> demonic I don't know what is. Well, anybody that like, calls himself a Christian transhumanist or Christian futurist is not a born again Christian. Yeah. Heartful right. stop. Uh, right. You know, like well, explain I, 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 explain futurist because I know some people listening may not understand that term. I'm not talking about like uh, the uh, re- re- revolution futurism <laughs> from from a, from a, put forth by the Jesuits, <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a joke. I'm a historist futurist. Okay, so like there, there's some truth in that. It doesn't matter if Jesuits try to put forth that in the counter revolution, counter reformation. Okay, but um, uh, you know, I I um, so a futurist would be someone who is kind of looking to a vision of the future through the development of technology, through the development of tra- transhumanism, okay. uh, through a utopian society, kind of like you could say put forth by Gene Roddenberry mm-hmm. uh, with the Federation and Star Trek, who was a major World Future Society member who's a futurist himself, okay? Like a man-made so, thing. a utopia by man's hands, gotcha. not by God. Gotcha. Which, you know, technically the new heaven and new earth is, is, is utopia. It's, perf- you know, it's Well, the millennial range, the millenn- millennial range should be pretty epic as well. Yes, Although, but it won't be a full utopia. Correct, though. correct. There um, still will be sin. 
Yes. Uh, and so instead of utopia brought forth by God, it's utopia brought forth by man. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, Seven Mounds mandates new apostolic reformation, uh, Catholicism. Hello, post mill. Uh, you know, theonomy, post mill. Uh, yeah. Calvinism, uh, uh, you know, all those things, you know, and look, I have Calvinist brothers and sisters who, who I believe are saved. Of course. Uh, I just, we just, we just disagree. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that was, that was a little low blow there. I apologize to those out there who are truly brothers and sisters of Christ. I love you. You're just wrong about Calvinism. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, but you know, I, I, look, I, it, it, we're, we're going to see it. We're going to see, we're going to see quote unquote Christians literally say they're going to jesus and god are taking too long yeah well we're going to have to build christ's kingdom down on here on earth for jesus P- and i'm like that. god yeah and i'm like god doesn't need our help <laughs> right. we're, we're created to glorify god god doesn't need any of us on here yeah. at all period we need him yeah so that's the, I mean, when the New Agers literally say, when Barbara Marks Hubbard literally says that as co creators with God, that that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's saying that, but the New Apostolic Reformation, like Lance Wallenu, is saying that. And I'm sitting here and I'm in a theonomist, whether they realize it or not, like James White, <laughs> post mill theonomist, is saying it too. And I'm like, God doesn't need our help. He doesn't. A sovereign God doesn't need us. To build his kingdom, he does his kingdom. He does it himself. So it's just, it's just, it just blows my mind. Well, I do have to take issue with one thing about that, though. He is sovereign, okay. but he invites us in. Well, yes, and he and he instructs us and commands us to share the gospel. Well, of course, but know. I meant like as far as bringing, as far as building it from like a worldly perspective, yeah. not from a great commission perspective right. yeah. of, of uh, biting and loosing and preaching the gospel. Okay, yeah. like I'm not saying that, um, you know, but. Because we, we talked, I think we, we we did an episode on dominionism and what you're you're saying against, just to, maybe a different word, way of clarifying, is that they believe, like a Christian futurist would say, like, God depends upon us. He cannot do whatever he is willing, like, needs to do next until we take things into our hands and, like, Make a Christian nation, so then God can work through us, or something like that. That's with what, high technology, right? Yes, right. so we can we can have a Christian based uh, uh, governmental system uh, to enforce uh, both belief in God and uh, which forced belief in God is, in, which is not belief, it's not right. a born again faith, is a foul stench to God's nostrils. Right, yeah. Okay, and so that you know, I mean, literally, it's the Catholic Church. Yeah. Literally, well, they want to do the Protestant version of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Muslims, too. Muslims do the same thing. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, I'll kill you if you don't. And now they're merging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, got that to look forward to. It's going to be a bloody, uh, <laughs> a bloody merger there if they have their way. Okay. Well, that helps answer the question because a lot of people weren't, when you say a futurist, I think a lot of people are just thinking about the fulfillment of God's word through you no, know, no, history. No, no, no. It it is a future made by so-called Christians that God needs us to Christianize from a governmental theocracy system yeah. all the nations in the world to force people to believe in God and to force people to follow the Ten Commandments so that He can come back so that He can come back so yes. that, yeah because uh, as if we they need that to happen. So that he can come back. But the Jews believe that with Tikkun Alam. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And our Hebrew roots, friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because they're Jewish. But the Bible but. <laughs> doesn't say any of that. The Bible says the exact opposite, that all we are supposed right. to do is live Christian lives and to preach the gospel. Because by hearing, you know, the gospel, you know, by hearing the good news, you know, comes faith, you yeah. know. And so that's all we're commanded to do is is to preach the gospel, to baptize those who want to give a, a profession of faith that are adults that are born, you know, that are born again believers uh, and, and to uh, live uh, Christian lives. That's all we're commanded to do by God. And just doing that alone is hard enough. That's very true. That we fell every day on. I mean, yeah. thank God, God's grace is is abundant. Mm -hmm. His mercy is abundant. He's long suffering. Yeah. You know. Yeah. At, at the same time, <laughs> I'm gonna out myself. I totally wish, <laughs> like, this is where like my my brain, like parts of my brain, battle with each other. Because at the same time, I'm like, it would be really nice to live in like a Protestant version of. Uh, <laughs> A Christian nation. Uh, yeah, a Christian nation yeah. that, like, we didn't have porn and we didn't have seed oils and we didn't have usury and we didn't Oh, 100%, have, but that's, yeah. bu 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 that's the bu 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 base version of Rosie, so. <laughs> exactly. You got to keep that one in check. You got to keep yeah. that one way down the hole like the devil. Yeah, and that that is that doesn't have anything to do with my Christianity. That's my uh, my politics going on top of that. That's so. your flesh. Exactly. That's your flesh. Exactly. And you know what? Who? I mean, I, I mean, us all listening – all of our flesh wants that. Mm -hmm. All of yeah. our flesh wants yeah. a homestead and a perfect family and to live in peace and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, is uh, that's not what it means to be a soldier in Christ. Right. right. So yeah. they had that at the beginning. It's called Paradise Lost. And then we'll get it back again, but we won't restore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be right. given to us after we've been transformed into a glorified body that can't mess it up. Right. And Satan's destroyed, you know. So that's gonna be so. God's awesome. like, I'm gonna clean up your mess here. You can yeah. get rid of this, make you new. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. It is gonna be awesome. Awesome in the actual term of it that it yes. inspires awe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you think that the technology of the New Jerusalem, when you know the millennium reign comes in, it, it lowers from heaven, and we have this thousand years to rule. What's the technology gonna be like in that time? What do you think? Like. If we're glorified, I guess we'll have. Well, we're, we'll have Chick Fil A without the <laughs> without the seed oils and all the processed stuff. Chick Fil A, be clean. The lettuce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just thinking a little bit like for I'll the be able to eat gluten. For the there you go. You will. I will finally be six foot three. <laughs> um, I think that uh, when you think about it, though, because we're cohabitating with you have resurrected, glorified saints that are cohabitating with. Sin, sinful people, even though Satan's bound, they'll still have their sinful nature. And so we have to rule and reign over these people. Wonder what the technology is going to be like. Are we going to be ushered back into like like we, Amish times? We won't, we won't have Apple. If we won't have Apple. Because It'll be that's, great. That's Satan. Or Satan. Microsoft. Bill Gates is going to exactly. be you Linux know. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of wonder like, what our abilities are going to be like, too, though. What's that? You know, like, so some people think that, um, you know, like pre-flood people were able to speak through telepathy and yeah. like, who knows if that's going to be brought back hmm. for some people, you know? Well, being, but I guess technology is almost a broad term yeah. on, a, on certain levels. I, I'm with you on that. I, I tend to think that they were able to do a lot more stuff than we think we, that we yeah. can't even comprehend now. Yeah. And yeah, I think they used to use telepathy and have different ways of like interacting with 
I don't know, magnets or, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just like vibrational. Now, now you guys are getting into Atlantean hyperborean myths. And as a former new ager, I condemned all of this speech. This conversation's gotten uh, low vibration right now, man. We, you're killing it, John. Let me take this hit of this bong. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, Dude. it's the Atlantean kegs, you know, man, and the eye bro. technology of Tartaria, bro. Bro, what so if, clean what if and perpetual energy and tesla new you know like god i was so shitty <laughs> what were you gonna say? no i was just gonna say bro yeah have you ever bro. done that on weed <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah no no i mean what i mean jeremy yeah. what do you what do you think about the technology and is is it gonna be completely clean is it gonna be no like because uh, I, I was thinking about, about the new Jerusalem and, and the new heaven, new earth. Like, what's that going to be like? Hmm. You know, I don't know, man. It kind of depends. Like, right? Like, I mean, yeah. we use oil, which is a completely renewable resource from the earth itself. So maybe that's Amen. still going to be there. You know? Amen. That's right. No nuclear, just uh, right. clean. Doesn't come from dinosaurs, folks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Dude. Yes. Yeah, you're oil is renewable. Abiotic oil. Yes. I don't know, man. I I mean, the, there's n it. the The Bible literally gives no reference of what the new heavens and the new earth will be like. That's all. All we know is we'll Other be with than God. There's no corruption. Right. We'll be there with God. That's all we really know, and that's all I need. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't need. <laughs> I don't else. even need I'm an earth. Worrying. I just yeah. keep me with Him. I'll be good, you know. But the millennial reign that I I, I love thinking about like what that's going to be like as a glorified saint. Hopefully, you know. Um, not hopefully that I'll be glorified. I know I'll be glorified, but uh, <laughs> either uh, I don't know if I'm going to live through, <laughs> so I'll no. need to be glorified uh, or raptured, you know. But one, either way, being in that kingdom, just thinking about like what will those that are not resurrected be like? I, that's maybe something we need to maybe. I wish there was a book written. So I don't know. I need to do some research on that. But hmm. it gets me thinking and it gets me excited because yeah. we'll we'll be able to like just by sight like tell the difference between someone right i don't know maybe we could read their minds you know as hmm. in thinking of from a glorified saint perspective will be like jesus was when he resurrected yeah that's everything yeah. i've been told well i guess the same thing like I, i'm thinking back to the angels that came to lot with sodom and gomorrah there mm -hmm. was something about them because lot immediately knew like oh these are like special these are men of god but yeah, everybody oh, did. <laughs> right. But the other ones didn't like all the dudes that wanted to rape them. They didn't like, they just knew that they had this of bloodlust, but it, yeah. like this desire to do that. But it doesn't say that like they realized they were angels. You know what I mean? It seemed like only a lot knew. I'll have to go back and read the story. Oh, so I wonder I, if they're, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like they did. Just in my opinion, that they yeah, did yeah. know they were angels because it kind of like prefer. It's almost like a uh, separate version, or they were trying to do something that happened back in Genesis six. Almost, you know. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't work like that with guys, but you know, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. technology. Maybe that's what they were thinking, but um, I don't know. But you, we did know that those those angels could eat just like we did. Yeah. You know, I I just oh my gosh, I just thought of this. Uh, Oh my goodness. I don't know if this is even appropriate to talk about on air, but uh, 
I, I'm reminded of this Aleister Crowley thing that he had this ritual and like uh, he wrote about it in his diaries. He was obsessed with um, how long are we into the podcast? Okay. You got time. Okay. No, what I meant by is hopefully anyone who <laughs> there's no kids still listening to this. Before there going are, to uh, warning, uh, yeah, here's a yeah, here's a warning. I'll click the explicit. Okay, click, click the explicit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is Alistair Crowley had this whole thing um, where he thought that he could create a perverted sense of life through the insemination of a man, and then that man would give birth to an egg, and then the egg would like create a god, and then he had this other whole obsession with <laughs> uh, if they could force a god to come down and then inhabit a young boy if he did things to the boy then therefore he could kind of claim the god uh like a i'm trying not to use the actual terms but he could basically claim dominion over him because he's like i brought you down i did this to you you're like in charge of mine and then he was trying to create all these other things but I, I just wonder if he got that idea from that I the what you had said about the the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. If there's like some uh, reversal or some different perverted way of uh, getting some dominion over these beings of God, you know, by doing what they wanted to do. I don't know. It, it, it's I know it's a totally out there thought, but I just I don't know. That's really weird. We do know. We definitely know that Alice Crow is not a biologist, right? Yeah. <laughs> boys, boys cannot have eggs. Right. Yeah. So, well, now that Rosie put this out there, all those, uh, all those trans, um, oh god, trans people are just like, no, we must become Crowley fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, a lot of them are. Probably it's all are. Crowley. It's all the as above, so below. Like, dude, that uh, do no, is that Anton Lavey? Do uh, all the. Do oh it, my God! Do that, Will. That's Oscar. That was Oscar. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Do what their will is uh, all the law. Yeah. Whatever. So I, I looked at the story in Genesis 19 about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. It doesn't clearly say that that. Um, well, the men definitely did not. They thought they were men, hmm. the guys in the city. But it doesn't say that Lot recognized them as angels. Uh, well, doesn't he say like, no, these are men of God or something like that? Like, not these ones or something. Well, yeah, he's like you don't you don't take my daughters. Yeah, he's right. Like, yeah. He offered his daughters. Yeah, and uh, uh, and then they were going to try and attack him. So the angels reached out and grabbed him, pulled him yeah, back yeah. in the house, okay. and saved his life. But I um, couldn't remember if there was that distinction that one of them knew and the other one didn't. Yeah, okay. anyway. but angels are still not glorified saints. Hmm. You know, even still. Um, so like that's the that's the big difference, right? right. And um, yeah, so when we when we do that. Um, yeah. Anyways, so anything else you guys want to add? We've had this has been a crazy all over the place thing. It's good, of course. That's how it has to be. It's been it has fun. To be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, these are my favorite kind of conversations. Um, uh, I want to add that I know that technology in in and of itself. Uh, I know you would disagree, but uh, you know it's not evil in and of itself. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, mankind's hearts are deceptive yes. and evil. And so technology, for the most part, is used for evil. Like, we're using this for good, right? Where we're able to communicate. But there's somebody out there gathering all our data for a dossier. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
maybe I'll let the cat out of the bag if anyone's listening here. Sometimes I say stuff just to be silly. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, I agree that, that, that there's a lot of things Guns that we can don't use kill for good. people. People <laughs> yeah. There's been many times where Rosie and I have been having a conversation eating wings, and I'm like, you don't really believe that. You, oh, there's been times you guys are posting stuff in your Telegram group, and I'm like, Rosie, you don't really believe that, right? And you're like, no, I don't. And I'm like, oh. For the record, yeah. Rosie <laughs> Rosie runs the Telegram, for the record. So everyone, <laughs> if it gets theologically yeah, weird. Sure, Turner doesn't ever post in the Telegram group ever. It'll say so. me. It'll be my okay. little face picture. If you, yeah, if you if you don't see it, it's Quandale Dingle. That's my handle. On it the, is true, yes. Him, yeah. And I will tell, and I will say this, like Rosie, you, 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 you do got to calm down on the crap posting a little bit too much, brother, because everybody <laughs> loves it. But sometimes it, sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, I, I don't you. know about like, I, like, like, I oh. know you so well that I'm like, eh, you know, but like anybody else that stumbles across it, they might be like, does he really mean this? You know? <laughs> I, I'm a, I try to stay pretty good on Telegram, so now I'm extra worried. We could talk about it off air, but yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not that too bad. You're okay, pretty good. Okay. On that. But there's there's some stuff that you know people be like, huh? Uh, I, I have to go back and look, but yeah. I'm just I'm part partly I'm just messed. No, I know, I know. But, it's all good. But yeah. um, so it's been great. I mean, I guess in closing, if I can think of anything else, um, just uh, read your Bibles and um. <laughs> Cling to the Lord because he truly is uh, all that we have and all that we should have. Um, and um, it's going to get the delusion, the grand delusion, the great deception is going. I mean, Jesus said if it was even possible for the very elect to be deceived, hmm. it's going to you think it's bad now. It's going to be the, the knob is going to go crank to 11 and break completely yeah. off. Yeah. All right, so just stay close to the Lord. That's all I got to say in closing, because it's gonna get, it's gonna get crazy. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for yeah. for joining us, and and uh, let's do it again. Let's, yes, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have an open door. I mean, John, you've been on with us a hundred times, so <laughs> like more than any other guest. No, so. first time caller. For first, real. Time. <laughs> first time is by their fruits. So that is true. Yes. Which, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're definitely going to have, we, we def, Jerry and my, Jeremy and I would definitely love to come back on. Uh, we appreciate yeah. all that you guys do at All Out War. Uh, you're truly a blessing in the Christian podcast community. There's very few of us. Uh, you know, like the numbers are dwindling of people that I can recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it will continue to be that way uh, as we are definitely entering into what I believe to be the end times foretold in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> and uh, those birth pangs are getting shorter and shorter and shorter right now as we speak. Yeah. Uh, and so um, I'm glad to call you guys fellow brothers in Christ. Mm-hmm. And thank you for definitely for having me and Jeremy on. Yeah, anytime, anytime. And uh, stay on the line. We're going to sign off, but don't hang up, okay, guys? Yeah. But uh, we will catch everyone next time. And thank you for your kind words, by the way. And uh, we feel the same way obviously, but we'll catch you next time on All Out War. Love you. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. 
If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWCast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.